1: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport
3: Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm broadcasting to more than 300 stations all across North America, so hello to everybody. You could be in Rochester. You could be in Buffalo. You could be in Erie. I don't know where you're at. You could be in Pittsburgh. You could be in Philly boston rhode island yeah i'm just looking at one part of the country you could be on the pacific northwest as well or you could be in oakland where we've spent a lot of our focus tonight unfortunately because of their bum ass owner for those a's anyway we've talked about a lot the return of kevin durant and his uh, not just the return his debut for the phoenix suns 23 points and 27 minutes, we'll hear from Kevin Durant in a few minutes. Aaron Rodgers is back, and he's saying a whole lot of nothing. John Moran is, John Moran, is he a basketball player, or is he just, he's just outside looking to beat people up? Got into a beef at a mall, got into a beef at his own house with a 17-year-old, got into a beef after a game in the, the near the parking lot. What are we doing? We talked about the return of Steph Curry, expected to take place at some point over the weekend into next week. That'll be nice for the Warriors. And then I gave you a new top six list. We talked about the cheapest owners in sports. Cheap, cheap, cheap. And number six, I gave you Dan Snyder. He's currently under investigation for misuse of funds allegedly took out a $55 million loan from his team, the Washington Commanders, without telling the previous owners. The other owners, I should say, who are no longer there. And number five, I gave you Bruce Sherman, owner of the Marlins. Derek Jeter said, you said you were going to spend money. You're not spending money. I'm leaving. Derek Jeter left. Got the hell up on out of there. Of course, Derek Jeter is more diplomatic than I am. Derek Jeter said it like this. He told ESPN, this is why I left.
1: Well, I think it, it's just like the statement I made. You know, I, I think that the direction of the organization had changed, and that was not what I signed up for. And, um, you know, you have to believe in, in, in the direction, especially if you're going to be the forward face. You know, I just couldn't move on and, and if, if, if I didn't agree with the direction that the organization was going. Yeah, that's
3: why he left. Derek Jeter always saying things in a nice way, right? Yeah, whatever. And then before I gave you the Ford family, the people who basically helped widely distribute and create cars in America, on Earth. They asked Calvin Johnson for $1.6 million back from his signing bonus when he retired. What the hell a Ford family need that money for? I'm still waiting on a flying car. And if I was going to buy a flying car, it wouldn't be from Ford. Calvin Johnson, at least the relationship is improving. And number three, I gave you Mike Brown of the Bengals. He got to pay Joe Burrow $50-plus plus million to throw the football. But uh, T.J. Huzmanzada, he told Fox and Colin Cowherd, he said, when I played for the Bengals, man, they didn't even want to pay for water or Gatorade. Listen.
4: He didn't have bottled water or Gatorade, and it was crazy because when we first got it, <laughs> guys would be taking backpacks full of Gatorade home and that every day
1: <laughs> you were like in the water boy like the literal movie the water boy it, locker room with it, the bad water po-
4: before the year before i got there willie anderson was telling me they didn't even have jock straps they would buy get a bunch of used jock straps throw them in the middle of the locker room and say here you go so he oh
5: god that is not- did you just say used jock straps
3: yeah that has to be a tall tale i don't believe that part
5: calling on a delay there <laughs>
3: Nah, he's just he's he's freaked out like everybody else. <laughs> at number 1. Well, not number 1, at number 2 I gave you Bob Nutting from Pittsburgh, from the Pirates. What else do I need to say? I think Pirates and I think nothing. There you go. At number 1, I gave you the owner the owner of the Oakland Athletics, John Fisher, who has just bled the team of talent, of resources. They have a payroll of 40 million dollars. The New York Mets have a payroll of $300 million. They have sold off every player. They have decided to look into moving to Vegas. The fans are like, what the hell am I showing up for? They play in a gigantic Coliseum, and they only draw 8,000 people. That's like one, one side of a basketball arena to watch a baseball game. It's sad. My friends out in, in Oakland, in the Bay Area, KPIX, CBS, they spoke to some fans there and they said, yeah, this sucks.
5: The A's are averaging just over 8,000 fans per game, down from more than 20,000 in 2019. And the empty seats are becoming something
6: of a spectacle.
1: I'm about sure this is the smallest crowd I've seen here. I was here for the 2700 crowd. And you can hear, for the first time, I heard the guy in left field calling for the ball. The atmosphere, I feel, it's just turned. And I think it was because of not knowing if they're staying or not.
5: I do believe that the turnover in some of the star athletes this year,
0: that, you know, is always hard. Uncertainty and frustration are taking a toll you can see in the stands what is now being called the loneliest team in baseball.
3: Yeah. Imagine showing up to support a team that you know is... More than likely going to leave. John Fisher sucks. (laughs) 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's get to some more of your calls here. Identifying some owners that you find to be ridiculously cheap. And just because the owner is, is just using the funds and it's not working out, it doesn't mean it's cheap. I forgot one of our callers. He said, uh, "He said he named somebody." I'm like, "That's not. He's not cheap. He just sucks at at selecting guys. Like James Dolan, that man, the, the owner of the New York Knicks, is not cheap. He's just a terrible owner. He has rabbit ears. He spends money on just hey, let me hire an inexperienced general manager. Yeah, let me hire somebody and override them. He's not cheap. He's just stupid." Bryce is calling from Illinois. You're on the JR Sport Brief show. What's up, Bryce?
6: Not much, JR. How you doing?
3: I'm amazing. What's up?
6: Oh, living the dream. I just uh you're talking about cheap owners. I I wanted to throw in their uh you know, the Chicago Bears. The
3: McCaskies?
6: Yeah. Okay. You know, well, give
3: me your thoughts.
6: Uh, you know, I've been a longtime uh Bears fan, longtime uh you know, supporter, and unfortunately, it's been uh, many, many years of, you know, they don't go for the gusto. They they don't, you know, spend all the money. I mean, we, we have, like, what, the highest cap space this year? Well, You know, I feel like they're not, not trying to win the Super Bowl, and we got a quarterback that is, you know, in the prime of his uh, career, and mm-hmm. basically we could go to the dance a couple of times the next wow. few years if they spend some money. I
3: wouldn't, I wouldn't think about that. I think Justin Fields is trying to figure out what the prime of his career looks like. Ryan Poles just sat up at the combine and said that Justin Fields needs to do a better job throwing the football. Yeah, we love what he's doing, but he got, he ain't in the prime. He might be in the prime of his physical life. He might be in the prime of, of being physically a football player. But, man, he got a whole lot of work in front of him to be a quarterback. Yeah, that that ship has sailed for the Bears to go to a Super Bowl. Man, they, they ain't won a damn thing last year. They're trying to win with the number one overall pick. Let them win that first. That's free. They lost for that. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Mike is calling from Fort Lauderdale. What's up, Mike?
2: Oh, hey, Jr. I love your show, man. I just got back on late night down here in the East Coast, and. I- I enjoy it. I'm listening to you all the time, man. Thank you. And I just wanted to bring a point about the baseball, the Oakland team and the other team that don't spend no money. And the Marlins, like you mentioned us, and they ain't spending no money, but they're getting rich. Because baseball, they split the money, all the revenues. And if you spend too much, you got to put some back in. And if you don't spend any, you still get a a huge chunk of pie that you know you ain't mentioned it. Them guys are racking in some money. Yep,
3: revenue sharing. That is an excellent point. You don't put the money in, you still get money
2: back. For instance, yeah, you he, get a you get a lot of money back. And I was, you know, you mentioned Jeter. I'm glad you, you you mentioned he left. I didn't realize he left. I lived here. I didn't realize he got out of there. I thought he <laughs> was just taking money and stuff too. But him no. leaving like that just shows what a class guy he is. You know.
3: Well, I I don't know if it's a matter of being a class guy or being sick and tired of Bruce Sherman and his crap. And that's an excellent point on revenue sharing. Excellent point. Because if you're on the lower end of the spectrum, you can pocket the money. And all the owners, the, all the, the owners look at you and go, what are you doing? This is, not, this is not welfare. You're supposed to take that money and invest it into the team. Well, John Fisher doesn't want to invest into the team because there is no team to invest in because there are no fans there that give a damn because he sucked them dry. Maya's calling from Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Good
7: evening, JR. I'm surprised you didn't have these folks on your list at all. You always throwing me curveballs. The Thanos family, y'all couldn't, they couldn't do nothing. They so cheap, they didn't get the people in San Diego a stadium, if the state of California was willing to work with them some, they just wasn't going to get them everything, then you're going to leave the folks high and dry and go piggyback off of another owner, got more visiting folks at the games when they playing up in L.A. than anything else. And then on top of that, he don't even reach out or do anything for the folks in San Diego to maintain no fan base at all they just pocketing all the money they're not doing a darn thing what kind of mess is that
3: yeah i'd call them uh i call them legal crooks before i call them um, cheap maya i appreciate you for calling from from maryland don't get me started i hate that i hate all the relocation and i i understand vegas was gonna get its franchises when people chilled out on sports gambling and that's what we have now. Everybody gets involved in sports gambling. Everybody is, has a, an app and a website and a, 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 just anywhere that you could go. It's accepted, widely accepted. I mean, I, I'm watching the end of NBA games now, and they're telling you, hey, if you have a problem with gambling, I'm like, whoa, this is new. And so it's no shock and surprise that teams have moved to Vegas, And we got teams vacating, unfortunately, San Diego. Jerry Jones, a huge proponent in getting the Chargers up to L.A., building that stadium, same thing, getting the Rams out of there. Disastrous. It sucks for the fans, but you know what? For the owners, it's about the money. They don't give a damn about you or your fandom first. They just care that you will show up regardless of where you are, visitor or not. Dave is calling from Alabama.
7: You're on the J.R. Sport Brief Show. Hey, J.R. How's it going, man? Terrific. What's up? Now, I'm driving through a rainstorm and everything, getting a free truck wash. But I'm going to tell you like this. I was thinking about the owners of the Houston Texans. Oh, the McNairs. Yeah. But, and then okay. not only that, not only that, they let one man single-handedly burn that team down to the ground which is Bill O'Brien. And then on top of that, uh, you had a scandal in which now what the, the quarterback for um, Deshaun Watson, who's now in Cleveland, getting $230 million. And well, then I'm the, going to give you is a quick Houston, throwback the two ones is,
3: is that Houston being uh, cheap, or is that them being smart to get him the hell up on out
7: of there? Both. Oh, okay. I say both. But then I'm going to give you two more owners from the back of the day
0: oh Leonard Toast
7: and Harold Katz.
0: Leonard Tost.
7: Who? Leonard Toast. Who didn't used he own- to own the Philadelphia Eagles?
3: Okay. Not as familiar yeah. with him. I know Katz on the Sixers. He, didn't he get rid of Moses Malone? He
7: ran, he ran that team. He, Moses, Harold Katz ran the Sixers in the ground after right. they won the NBA title. He got these bum alcohol uh, alcoholic players trying to win trying to win and everything. The only thing he did was just run the team in the ground. Okay. And then Leonard Toast, he tried to move the Eagles out to Arizona, got caught doing that, lost everything, including the trucker company he owned in Philadelphia. I mean I mean he I mean some of these owners are straight up crooks sometimes.
3: Oh well uh He made a fortune in the trucking industry. He was known for his lavish lifestyle, but he eventually lost it all due to a gambling addiction and alcoholism. How? How about that? Yeah, so uh, look, they they vet these owners. They vet them. You can't can't prevent everybody from being a dumbass or a, a jackass or a crook. I don't know why, but randomly today... I saw, you know, James Dolan a few years ago, a fan told him well, as he walked through the tunnel to exit the arena, just said, hey, sell the team. And this man, James Dolan, kicked him out. He said, I'm banning you for I'm like, what? He's just like a sorry little baby. Shep, are there any terrible owners that you look at and just go, man, why are you? If, if the New York Mets weren't owned by uh, Steve Cohen right now, Right. I would say the Wilpons were cheap. They were both cheap and stupid. But any any owners that stand out to you as being cheapskates?
5: So I'm actually really surprised. We played a flabbergasted rejoin coming back, and it should have been about your list because this is the kindest you have ever been to Daniel Snyder. You have five active, professional, major sports team owners that you believe are cheaper than that man?
3: Yeah, I do. Oh, I think wow. he's, I think he's the worst owner in professional sports. Right. I'm not necessarily going to call him the cheapest.
5: I mean, Albert Hainsworth, I mean, God, how how long are we going to give that guy credit for giving him so much money, so much money? Um, yeah, well, he's handed out deals that dumbass deals. Well, the one deal that was right, that unfortunately just aged in the line was was bringing Joe Gibbs back. That was, the, I thought that was a brilliant move. They actually won a playoff game uh, the last time they they had done so. I. To me, Daniel Snyder takes the cake. I, I understand uh, on top of being the worst owner in sports, chair. What you said about, you know, him charging the team because of the logo on the on his plane, and then charging individuals who are employees of his team with all the money that he's worth, um, you know, to use his private plane in, in excess of a million dollars is just that, that. That to me is is absolutely wow. flabbergasting. Well, yeah. it's
3: not. It's it's called criminal. Right. <laughs> Right. That's, what that's, that's what that's called, well, and that's qu- why he's yeah. being investigated. Well, I, I think I've said enough about him being a trash human being yeah. over the past few years. I don't, I don't need to sit here and uh, that's fair. and pile on.
5: That's fair. But, but, and, and to me, and, and, and this is going to be something that gets reported, whether it's by The Athletic, whether it's by UJR, whether it's by ESPN investigative reporters, what the hell he's got on the NFL for him to has lasted as long as he has and given the money that he has been able to you know get out of other employees of that franchise to put it mildly because he's done some real shady stuff and he's lasted a little bit too long for that. Oh, he got naked pictures of everybody. Yeah, but I but so the thing is though I there there's seriousness to that. I don't think that I don't think you're saying that as a kind of a joke, but I think you're serious at the same time.
3: Oh, uh, well, yeah, I'm dead serious. Okay, good. If you don't want to see if look, Jerry Jones uh standing around at uh you know uh, the, the classrooms when he was a kid, looking at black students. Uh, if you thought that was the worst of it, maybe he has naked at, pictures of him too.
5: I'm not laughing at that. I'm just laughing at your delivery, because uh, I guess because his, his his justification and defense and explanation, Jerry Jones, that, that being was, I was there just to kind of learn. Yeah, I don't.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about racism. Never understood it. Right, I'm just, right. uh, you know, what do I know? Anyway, yeah, he got naked pictures of everybody. So beware, people. Eight five five two one two four CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. We're gonna take a break. We come back on the other side. We're gonna and, and I'm gonna tell you surprisingly about a league that didn't make the list. I think there's a reason for that. And then we're gonna hear from Kevin Durant. He spoke to the media. Kevin Durant had a quite a few words to say as he made his debut, and just was pretty damn good. What else is new? It's Durant. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio.
1: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, such a fan of yours, man. Thanks for taking my call. And, you know, you don't always get the most sane of callers, but you always handle it with such professionalism. And I really appreciate your content you put out, man. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the
3: JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Kevin Durant made it look real easy, debuting for the Suns tonight. In Charlotte, Suns beat the Hornets 105-91. to Kevin Durant didn't waste any time getting things lit up. He finished with 23 points overall. Only played 27 minutes. Was 10 of 15 from the field. Two of four from downtown. Had six rebounds. He had two assists. He had two blocks, and he did it relatively early. I mean, even on one play, uh, Kevin Durant blocked the shot ran down the court, and knocked down a three. I want you to listen to this play, courtesy of the Suns. Suns, of course, Radio Network.
1: Bounce past Williams. He's blocked by Durant. It's taken by Thor. He put it off the rim, no good, and Chris Paul gets the board. There's the first rejection from KD, and now he gets it open on the left side for three, and that is all net for Kevin Durant. Devin Booker set him up, and KD knocked it down.
3: Kevin Durant makes all of this too easy, man. After the game, he spoke to Bally Sports Arizona, and Durant was asked about, you know, his feelings, and he actually said he was nervous.
4: A lot of nerves. I done played in almost 1,000 basketball games, but today I was uh, <laughs> today I was nervous, you know. It was, it's a new team, new group. I want to do well. I want to play hard for them, and... And be coachable. So I was thinking about all of that today. But once the ball was tipped, my teammates were incredible and making me comfortable. And I just tried to go out there and play my game.
3: Yeah, it's been been quite some time since he was been out on the court. The last time we saw Kevin Durant, you might remember, he was a member of the Brooklyn Nets. He was under the basket. He came down. The next thing you know, boom. He had a human being fall into his leg and he sprained his knee he has not played basketball in almost two months the last time he was in action january 8th kevin durant said of course yeah i miss playing basketball
4: man i miss the game oh, it's tough you know missing a month of the season but i'm glad my knees back right i'm glad i'm just on the road to you know playing more and more minutes each game and i'm looking forward to uh what we can do from, uh, we can we can build from this so um you know I'm excited, man. I'm looking forward to the next game.
3: I'd be excited, too. You got Chris Paul out there. He didn't have to do anything. He had a poor shooting night, only finished with two points, but he had 11 assists. Chris Paul can play the background. He doesn't have to be uh, the leader now. You got Devin Booker. This guy. This is the dude who needs to continue putting up points. He had 37 points tonight. Kevin Durant talked about playing with Devin Booker.
4: Playing, he's just a pure basketball player, somebody that works on this game, and then to translate over to the real game. So he's, uh, he's one of a kind, man. And he came out tonight. He missed some free throws, but you know, he came out tonight and got some, some good looks up uh, and was able to lead us to this W. So uh, we try to build on this.
3: I mean, Kevin Durant doesn't miss a damn thing. Huh? Devin Booker was 4-6 from the free throw line. A little Kevin Durant putting a little bit of a dig in there. Uh, for that. And the Phoenix Suns, there should be no reason why they don't compete for a championship. They may not have all of the depth in the world. But when you get into the postseason, you want these guys to be healthy. You probably will run them into the ground. You want to have them available. Uh, but this this trio here should really go out and do some damage. Hmm. Let's see what they can do. 855-212-4CBS. Doug is calling from Georgia. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Doug?
7: Hey, what's going on, JR?
3: What's hey, on your man, mind? man, I
7: apologize. Normally I listen to your show every night, and I just—I was off work tonight, and I wasn't listening to much of it. But I, did I hear you say something about um, the uh, man, guys in the NFL as far as the owners?
3: Yeah, I gave a top six list of the cheapest owner and owners in sports. Yes, that is correct.
7: Okay. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. All right. Um, th- this may be way off. Um, but I think Daniel Snyder is just really bad, bad for the NFL. Yeah, it's think not they, all. Um, I think more of them want to get rid of them than they than they can. But I think there's more owners in the NFL that are afraid that they have skeletons in their closet that they probably actually do that they don't want to do anything.
3: Yeah, no, that is that is that has been reported. It it's also been said that he on his way out the door, if he should be pushed out the door, uh, Daniel Snyder is is looking to have an agreement put together where he is is basically not going to be sued. He's going yeah, to look to yeah. yes, not even exonerated, indemnification. He, he's like, hey, if I leave, y- y'all can't get me later. So right. that, what right. you hiding, brother? What you,
7: what you hiding?
4: Yeah. All
7: but right, well, would... appreciate you, man. I listen to you about it every night, and um, you're good for the soul. Thank you, brother. Well, thank you, Doug. How about that?
3: I'm good for the soul. You knew that. No, I'm like chicken noodle soup. Hey, Marco, did you know I'm good for the soul?
8: Ah, uh, yes, I knew that one. That's a good one.
3: I'm, I'm like chicken noodle soup. Shop, you, 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 you eat vegetables.
5: I, I do. I do.
3: What's the, what's the uh, replacement for chicken noodle soup? Like with tofu?
5: It, it would, yeah, that's a good source of protein. Well done, JR. Well, man, I eat food. No, I understand Come on that, now. but most people don't understand that a natural substitute uh, for chicken or, or beef or duck it would be protein. And it's actually a lot healthier for you, and it's more natural. Hey, Marco, when's the last time you had
3: tofu?
8: Yeah, no, that's nasty.
5: (laughs) When is the last time
3: you had some?
8: The first time I had it. Don't like it. Wow. No, sorry. It's it's beans. No, no, no. No, it's not just necessarily beans because there's different (laughs) kinds. There's there's ones that I've had some that wasn't that bad, and I was like, oh, this is tofu? Oh, it's not that bad. I've also had it where it was like, why does it taste like I'm eating a piece of rubber? So everything's got its own (laughs) consistency and taste, and most of the ones that I've had, not digging it.
3: Hey chef, where where do you get where you get good tofu from?
5: Oh, you uh, Whole Foods, um, Rite Aid, you could get it what, at this. Wait wait wait
3: wait wait. Whoa, whoa. Marco and I just said the same thing. I understand that. There's plenty of good food at Rite Aid. Right wait, Rite no no, no stop. Stop stop stop. Rite Aid? Yes. Right Aid, so Rite Aid still exists.
5: Yeah, you because I be, I've been a member for now over ten years. I take a lot of pride in Rite Aid.
3: Shopping. I thought Rite Aid has been gone for so. There's oh. still Rite Aid in New York. Yes, there is, Jr. On, you okay, know, you know, but that. you no, I don't do you know that. I haven't it. been in a Rite Aid. I feel like in twenty years. Oh, come on, I'm serious. I, I'm a CVS Walgreens guy. I
5: know who our next not a sponsor not going to be? Who I said I know who your next sponsor's not going to be. Well,
3: Rite Aid might as well be with <laughs> Blockbuster, but anyway
5: you getting tofu from Rite Aid where? I started out with Whole Foods and possibly Trader Joe's, but Rite Aid is 24-7. Whole Foods and Trader Joe's are not.
3: Okay, but doesn't tofu, does it go bad like all
5: food? No. Well, it, it, tofu can last like a month and a half, two months. You just have to refrigerate it. Obviously, you're getting it refrigerated at Rite Aid or CVS. So I don't know if
3: I want refrigerated tofu from Rite Aid.
5: Sarah, Rite Aid that. is a very popular shopping center. And very convenient for most New Yorkers. You've the been- last
3: time yeah. I saw a Rite Aid, if I did, there was somebody sleeping in the, the frozen food section,
5: man. Well, that's I can't knock a person for having free rent for the night. I mean, if you're going to be discerning, you know, rent's the way to go. Because let me tell you something. Rent in this city is going astronomically through the roof, and it's only getting worse, JR. Well, you're the one buying tofu. You'd be better <laughs> off with chicken. Well, that's—no, but I'm a vegetarian, so I can't do that. Well, I know that. I'm just letting right. you know. Well— you, gotta, you, you know, know, know Listen, listen. My, my thing is we're, we're all, you know, to quote the great Joaquin Phoenix, um, what? too many people take advantage of other species, other genders, other races. And so my whole point is if you are going to eat something, get the same resources by not taking away other forms of life. And I, and I truly wish more people abided by that. I'm not trying to be funny when I say that. I just think there's too many people out there that are eating at the displeasure and the ultimately the demise of other species, and we don't have to do that. Damn.
1: Thank you.
3: I had a salad earlier, but it had chicken in it. I'm okay. sorry. Well, you,
5: well, that's a compromise.
8: Can I just oh. say, can I, can I interject here that I'm learning quite a bit in the last few minutes? Thank and you, Marco. Tofu from Rite Aid and the great Joaquin Phoenix is like uh, basically <laughs> the new Socrates. I, I was, These are things that are fascinating. Are this kidding? is why it's good for the soul, because I'm you, fascinated. Are
5: you guys, J.R. Marco, are you guys excited for The Joker 2 with Lady Gaga? What? There's a Joker too. There's a Joker too. Todd Phillips uh, put it on his Instagram account. They're coming. Who the hell is Todd Phillips? Of... So, he... <laughs> so, so he's who the, the hell d- is that? I don't know who that is. Okay. Who's that? Okay, okay. So I, he made this transition. It doesn't get talked about enough. But he actually directed the Hangover uh, trilogy. Oh, you, okay. you guys all know right. what that is, obviously. Did
3: did he did he direct the last Joker? Yes, he did. Okay, that's all I needed to know. Yes. So Lady Gaga, she's gonna be Harley Quinn. Yes. Good,
5: good call on the... Well, on I know
3: Batman. Antagonist. I don't know Tofu. I know Batman. Yeah,
5: she's going to be.
3: Yeah, I could pass
5: on Lady Gaga.
3: Has she acted before?
5: I know you're kidding, right?
3: No, I've never seen her act. I know she acts like a complete clown wearing that meat
5: outfit. I know that. JR, remember... Uh Marco, I, I don't know why I'm blanking on this. A star, a star. star is, is born. born. Yeah, with Bradley Cooper, she was. A fan.
8: House of Gucci. Yeah, she, she was in a few big movies. She's
5: I've never yeah. seen
3: Lady Gaga act
5: in anything. She actually came to New York to be an actress before she was a, a vocalist. I thought she was from New York. I think. She, well, then she might have. She was a waitress in New York, and she wanted to act before she. I don't. I don't think she's originally from New York. Okay. I don't think. Yeah,
3: she, I like. I, I watch. hits a lot of Rite Aids. Yeah, say again. What?
5: She hits a lot of Rite Aids. She, something tells me she doesn't.
8: Yeah,
3: I heard somebody shot and stole her dog. Right? No, they 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 shot the person and took her dogs.
5: Jr. Good call, mm. by the way. I I apologize, oh. guys. She is from, originally from Lenox Hill. I'm sorry about Lady Gaga's dogs. She's originally from Lenox Hill, New York, New York. I stand corrected. Well done, Jr. Yeah, she's from New York. Uh, wasn't she singing with Tony Bennett? Yeah, although Tony Bennett, uh, um, obviously, he's not. Watch singing. your mouth. I- <laughs> Watch your mouth. I'm I like not, Tony Bennett. You never, chill out. I would never, ever disrespect the great Tony Bennett. No, God.
3: you don't got to be disrespectful, but the truth hurts, but just don't say it.
5: Okay, I won't say it. You guys know what I'm
3: referring to, but yes. You're
5: going to call him old. No, I didn't say that. He's, 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 he's had some health problems recently. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, He's old. Well.
3: Yeah, but I'm looking forward to the movie. Anyway, Tofu, Lady Gaga, the Joker, Tony Bennett, we got you covered here. It's good for the soul. Right, Marco?
8: Joaquin Phoenix, don't forget. Socrates.
3: Yeah, well, him, him dancing down the steps uh, in the Bronx, very uh, iconic moment there. I've, I've, I've walked down those steps many a time, and nobody cared. Congratulations to him.
1: It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR. Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
7: I do want to say I've never called in. I love listening to you.
2: I've I've been listening for years, and, man, your show and what you say is just beautiful.
1: Call in now at 855-212-4CBS.
3: How sweet. Somebody else called me good for the soul, like chicken soup. Haven't had me no chicken soup in a long-ass time. A long time. Anyway, eight five five two one two four CBS. Before we went to break, for whatever reason, we were talking about tofu and movies and Rite Aid. Shep, when when does that Joker two come out? Like next year, two years from now? We gotta wait, right?
5: We're gonna have to wait a little bit, twenty twenty four. But it will be well worth the wait.
3: Oh, that's not that bad. Next okay. year.
5: Yeah, exactly. Not bad. Did they start shooting already? Um. I don't know if they've started shooting. They've done like uh, photo shoots, but not actually filming, I believe.
3: Oh, principal photography, okay. I, hey, wow. listen, by the way, folks, tomorrow, I think we all know Creed comes out, and uh, I spoke to Michael B. Jordan, and so I want to share. I want to share part of that conversation with you all tomorrow. Uh, mm-hmm. If you've seen Creed One and Creed Two, uh, some of the themes are pretty awesome, and I think the st- I've seen the film already. Uh some of the storytelling elements are pretty awesome. And so you'll hear from Michael B. Jordan as to you know what he did and why he did it and the story and what takes place. It's it's pretty awesome. So yeah, you'll hear from Michael B. Jordan here tomorrow as Creed 3 gets ready to hit theaters. Let's get some of your calls in before we have to roll out. Amy Lawrence is coming through at the top of the hour. But let's go ahead and talk to Richard. Richard is calling from Oakland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Richard?
6: JR, thanks for taking my call. What's up? You know, I was just getting in the car, and I heard you saying something about uh, the six cheapest owners that you had given a list, and I missed it. Yeah. But I, I'm living in Oakland. I'm about 20 minutes from the Coliseum, and it's just infuriating how Fisher is treating the, tan, the fan base. I don't know if he was on your list. I had them I mean, at number one. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, well, Richard,
3: it, don't don't move anywhere, Richard. I want you to hear from your your local station in the Bay, KPIX. They talked uh, K-N-B-R. about KNBR.
6: KNBR.
3: Well, not no, not them. They they did a t- well no separate. This is CBS. Okay. They did a piece about how bad it is there. I know. I had them number one. Listen to this.
5: The A's are averaging just over eight thousand fans per game. Down from more than 20,000 in 2019, and the empty seats are becoming something of a spectacle.
1: I'm not sure this is the smallest crowd I've seen here. I was here for the 2,700 crowd, and you can hear for the first time I heard the guy in left field calling for the ball. The atmosphere is, I feel it's just turned, and I think it was because of not knowing if they're staying or not.
5: I do believe that the turnover in
0: some of the star athletes this year that. You know, it's always hard. Uncertainty and frustration are taking a toll you can see in the stands what is now being called the loneliest team in baseball. Yeah, pretty
3: pretty bad. But, hey, Richard, you, you already know that.
6: Yeah, you know, the way, the way he treats the fans, you know, the stadium is a mess. He's raised the prices for season tickets. They're dancing with the mayor, where they're basically not cooperating at all to get a deal done. And the thing that's most infuriating is the guy who owns the Warriors now. Yeah, later. he wanted to, he wanted to buy the A's years ago, and they had a handshake deal with the commissioner, and they had a handshake deal with the with the, the past owner, and the commissioner at the time, Sealing, he voided the deal because he sold it to his. Uh, he wanted to sell it to his fraternity brothers. And that's a huge opportunity that got missed. Yeah. Well, now we know.
3: Unfortunately, they'll go to Vegas. Hey, Richard, if you if you hit rewind on the Free Odyssey app, I actually said worse about John Fisher and talked yeah. about how disastrous this has been uh, for Oakland. I appreciate you for calling, man. Yeah. It's 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 bad. Let's stay on the west coast and talk to Jeff. He's calling up from California.
2: Hey, how you doing, bro? I'm
3: good. What's up?
2: great show man love listening to you hey uh, I want to get off the uh I called about something else but Billy bean is a part owner of the A's and so he's the worst owner in sports we're,
3: we're gonna we're gonna include him in his his percentage
2: yeah you have to he's part of the owner of the A's and by far he's been there 22 years they've never even been to a championship
3: man they they had a they had a decent squad with some they had real a great solid squad for about
2: 10 years and so but remember the year do you remember the year JR where they oh wouldn't steal or bunt and the first first baseman didn't even hold anybody on. It's insane, man. Well, well,
3: well Jeff, I, I wouldn't. I would look at the guy who is the majority owner and owns the the whole team versus just looking at the general manager who got a slice of it. He has very much little to do with them actually moving on. He's actually one of the few reasons that they've had success early in the two thousands outside of you know winning that championship. Thank you for calling from California and the championship, which came at this point now, more than 30 years ago. James is calling from Baltimore.
2: So, JR, I have a lot on my mind.
3: We only have – you only got about 20 seconds to share it with us, literally. Okay.
7: So, look,
2: I'm worrying about what Lamar's going to do with Baltimore and what the Orioles are going to do with their farm, which is incredible. They have so many incredible players. But the first thing I want to say is thank you for accepting me. Yeah, I love listening to you. Thank you, James. But, you know, you're on the same page I am. All these professional athletes get paid too much money to sit around and wait for something to happen. But the okay. Orioles have something incredible going on this year, and it's getting overlooked. And okay. Want, well, let's see if I they can know. do it with. Let's see if they.
3: Well, let's see if they can do it with their low payroll. They might be on the up and up. Paul from Rhode Island, quickly.
2: Uh, thank you, Jr. Uh, thank you, Marco.
3: Not not thank quick you. enough, Paul. Not quick enough. Okay, go ahead. quick.
2: Okay, we're gonna go quick. Listen, let's go this way. You know, I don't really care about the owners. The Oakland uh, people lost their jobs. A lot of these people lost their jobs. And that goes with the Raiders, that goes with Oakland. If they move to Vegas, so be it. But I'm telling you, that part of the California, they're in hardship because if Oakland leaves, imagine how many moms, how many dads, firemen, policemen.
3: That's okay. that's a
2: shame. That's I a got shame. It. Well thank you, they Paul, no for
3: way- thank you, Paul, for caring about the Oakland people. You damn right care about the Oakland people. It's true. There are a lot of people who have lost jobs and opportunity because of the teams that have already left. Moved to the other side of the bay. It's a hard-knock life out here. Shout-out to everybody going out there, getting that money, making it work. You've been listening to the JR Sport Reshow Show here on CBS Sports Radio. If you missed a minute, if you missed a second, you can always go ahead and hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. There's four hours of content you could take a listen to. I'm going to be back with you tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Pacific. Thank you so much to super producer and host Dave Shepard. Thank you, Shep.
5: Thank you as always, Jr.
3: And we'll be back with you tomorrow. You can find me online at Jr. Sport Brief. You can find Shep online, The Good Shepherd underscore. We're gonna have a lot to talk about in addition to our uh, our conversation. Michael B. Jordan tomorrow night, CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. Amy Lawrence is up next.
7: Appreciate you, man. I listen to you about it every night, and um, you're good for the soul. Thank you, brother.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.